sharing wisdom and speaking truth, this is the IPHC Leadership Cast. Hello and welcome to this edition of the IPHC Leadership Cast. I am Garrett Magby and today I am here with a very special guest, Dr. Ellen Moore. Dr. Moore, how, is, how, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. We're glad to have you. I tell you what, now you just got off of a flight right before you got here, so she's she's uh, not had a chance to take a break or anything. So we're we're uh, getting her in the middle of um, kind of a, a rush schedule this afternoon, but we really appreciate you sitting down with us. My and, pleasure. Um, we wanted you to have a chance to kind of introduce yourself to all the listeners. You are the kids ministry consultant. Uh, for the IPHC Discipleship Ministries. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you came to be in this position now. Okay. Well, um, I actually grew up in the PH Church, and my parents were pastors and leaders and missionaries, and I married someone from the PH Church who yeah. also grew up <laughs> um, with his parents in ministry. Um from the local church all the way to here at headquarters, except it's not headquarters anymore, is it? It's, it's well, it's officially the GMC. The so GMC, Global right. Ministry Center, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Still the headquarters. Yes. Though, yeah. um, and at, before going to college, I really felt like the Lord wanted me to pursue in the field of education and had a real heart for kids from the time I was young and began babysitting. Awesome. And so I did that. I did an undergraduate and a master's degree in education from UCO in Edmond. Okay, yeah, yeah. And um, then I taught school here in Oklahoma City um, in Putnam City Schools. Putnam City, Until yes. my husband and I left to go to London as missionaries. Wow, so total we, transition. <laughs> yeah, we did. We lived there for five years, worked um, in missions with a training school there. Okay. And while we were there working with the school, I still did volunteer work in the public schools there in England. So just working with kids has been a thread and a passion throughout my whole life. So when we came back to the U.S., I started teaching again and found myself as an assistant principal and decided I needed to freshen up a little bit. I'd been out of school a long time. <laughs> and so I that's when I started my doctorate. Okay. And I did that through ORU and, yes. and did a doctorate in educational leadership. Awesome. And my thought was that I would um, continue in the field of education and shortly after finishing my doctorate, I had quit working for a couple of years to write the dissertation. Right. And right. was... Focusing on the doctorate. Yes, and, focusing yeah. on finishing that um, and being a wife and mom. Right. I have two kids who are both in college. Oh, very nice. And so we are empty nesters, <laughs> and that's a good thing. Kind of have, a, have a, a little bit more freedom at the house. Yes, yeah. for sure. Our son's a senior at Texas A&M. Okay, yeah. And our daughter's a sophomore at Sam Houston State University. Okay, wonderful. wonderful. So um, I finished up the doctorate, and about that time, the pastor of our church in Houston 
called me and said they were going through a transition in the children's ministry. And I had been volunteering in the children's ministry um, as a teacher or whatever they needed. And so he said they were going through some transition and would I consider coming on um, as children's pastor at our church. And so as Philip and I started praying about it and thinking about it, what I loved about education were three things really. I of course love kids. Right, right. And so we have a lot of kids in our <laughs> church. And I loved um, helping teachers be better teachers. And so we had a lot of volunteers in our local church that needed training. Right. And then I really loved helping parents. Yes. Um since they are the primary influencer of the kids. Yes, yes. I loved working with them, and we have lots of parents at our church. And so it just seemed like the right thing to do. Um, the door the Lord was opening, and so we um, walked through it, and I started as children's pastor about nine years ago. Okay. And so That's I am excellent. the children's pastor in our local church, and... I believe it was two years ago, the last general conference yes, that was in yeah. Dallas. Yes, Dallas General Conference, yeah. We went, uh, we took our kids because um, Philip's parents were going to be there. So we went to see them and right. see longtime friends that we hadn't seen in a long time. And just so happened <laughs> to run <laughs> into Bishop McGee. Yes. And we started chatting and he talked about um, the need that he had a need for some help with the children's ministry and just kind of the direction that um, they were going. And um, so I just, he asked if I could be of any assistance. I said, I have no idea, but if I can, <laughs> I'm happy to be. Right. And so uh, we just started touching base and um he asked me to come on as a consultant, and so I've been doing that for, I think, right at a year and a half. Right about a year and a half now? And okay. um, it's been great. I love having being reconnected right. with the PH Church yes. and being able to be a part of my heritage and the church that I love and helping us to give some more thought and intentional thought and priority to ministry to kids right. which has been your kind of your your calling passion this whole time yeah absolutely so, so it's interesting as you're telling me this it's interesting to me that that if you look at the the long-term preparation that God was doing in your life it, all along he was kind of one thing led to another thing led to another thing uh, a training process so to speak to get you to the place where now um, you can share that through this consulting position and through, of course, work at your church and everything else, but you can kind of take that experience and knowledge and broaden the horizons of who can actually acquire that and assist that through your training, through your knowledge, through your, um, you know, abundance of, of information that you've gathered over the years and, and experience. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. It's, you know, we think we're headed one direction and the Lord's like, okay, you can think that, but I'm going to lead you <laughs> in all these different here. adventures and paths and opportunities. And, but yeah, he always 
is the thread that brings it all together. Brings it all together. And we can't ever see where it's going, mm-hmm. but if we just follow, it always is more amazing than, you know, we realized in the beginning. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now tell me this. Now tell me this. You, you uh, took over as the um, Kids Ministries consultant. Uh, you um, have gone through this process, gotten to this place. Now what are some of your your um, forward visions, things you feel called or things that have been put on your heart by the Lord uh, in this position for kids' ministries, for the IPHC, and for the kingdom in general? Yeah. Um, I would say number one is just bringing um, an awareness to the importance of children's ministry right. and yes. how, um, you know, kids were important to Jesus, so yes. they need to be important to us. But that importance is not just because, you know, Jesus said, let the little children come. And it's not just because they're our future, although that is very true. Right. Um, But kids are important right now. And they have a part to play in God's kingdom at the ages that they are right now. Be that 3 or 12 or 18. And it's not that God has a plan for them when they grow up, but their plan, his plan for them starts right at birth. Right. And there's so much research on the importance of these early stages in formation of not just their development physically and mentally and emotionally and socially, but spiritually. These are the years that are crucial to kids developing their worldview, how they're going to view the world, what's going to be their standard for right and wrong, for true and false. And most adults, um, the numbers are huge, um, saying that most adults who are living for Jesus made that decision by the time they were in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Wow. So, so they'd already, they had already chosen, you know what, the rest of my life I'm dedicating it at fifth grade. Yeah, that's, that's right. incredible. So these are the years that when we have um, the most voice in a child's life, and so we want to be real intentional about using it because these are the times that they're going to make those decisions that will follow them the rest of their lives. Yes. So um, these are critical years, so I want us to be intentional and purposeful in how we um, minister to them in the local churches. And then secondly, um, to just reinforce that the opportunity that we have to minister to kids through in and through the local church while it is extremely important the primary influence in the lives of kids is their parents yes and we're lucky to get them at church for 40 hours a year yeah yeah (laughs) that's not very much time not as much as their parents that's right we're talking thousands of hours that the parents have right and so if we really want to be effective in our reach towards kids and helping them become who God's created them to be we have to do that through the parents and help the parents do their job Deuteronomy 6 is super clear that it says to train up your kids as you walk along the way as you rise up as you lie down 
and it's the parents who are ultimately held responsible for the spiritual development of their kids. So we have to be intentional about equipping them. One, letting them know it is their job, not the church's job, (laughs) (laughs) for the spiritual development of their children. And then two, equip them to do that in a way where they feel equipped, where they feel empowered. And um, then thirdly, um, for children's ministry in the IPHC, I believe if we can give a little bit more attention to our um, children's ministries in terms of equipping our children's pastors, our volunteer leaders, our lay leaders, um, and doing effective children's ministry, you know, according to some principles that are just good, solid principles that are going to help kids engage and connect to what we're teaching, connect to what we want them to learn, connect to how we want to um, equip them to become who God's created them to be and see them flourish. Um, I think there's some things that we can do um, all together. And if we bring all those pieces together, we're going to be a lot more effective in reaching kids and seeing them become lifelong followers of Jesus. And putting putting that that puzzle, so to speak, in every piece in place so that the total picture is perfect and without holes. That's right. Yeah. And I I find it very interesting you made, or you talked about the fact that the parents get thousands of hours with their kids, but the church only gets 40 hours a year, you know. And that really is, like you said, so crucial because if the parents aren't, pouring into their kids' lives, uh, those kids are only getting that 40 hours worth of, you know, training and teaching and, and understanding, whereas, you know, if they if they were really to invest in their kids, if the parents really grasp the fact that, hey, this is my responsibility, mm-hmm. those children can grow up with a foundation and with a base that will get them through all those hard times that they could encounter later. You know? That's so, exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, couldn't agree more with you, and I'm, I'm so glad to... Uh, that that is the direction and the vision that we're going in because that's what that's what it takes. Yeah. Now, now tell me this uh, on a, on a practical application standpoint of like um, uh, advice you would have for people that are listening who are in kids ministry right now at the church or even on the um, the level of training uh, parents or other leaders and how to minister to children. Um, what are some of the things that you notice are effective ministry tools, um, you know, uh, effective practices, things you've noticed with the younger generation, the kids that, that kind of are things that we have to consider now, that sort of thing? Right. Well, um, through Kidmen and through the Discipleship Ministries Department, our heart in this area is to equip children's ministry leaders to inspire kids to become Christ followers Um, in a partnership with parents. And so we want to do that by giving these leaders and workers and parents, giving them all hope. And because we can become a little um, overwhelmed sometime with our job, (laughs) both as children's ministry leaders and as parents, and just think, well, it's too much. Or, you know, for children's ministry leaders, for us to hear, we get 40 hours a year. That's hardly anything. But if we're intentional about how we use those 40 hours, 
we can accomplish something. And then when we add to that the parent partnership, then our influence and um, input into the lives of kids grows exponentially. So we want to, with that hope, um, stands for heart, options, principles, and encouragement. So with the heart, just to remind our children's ministry leaders and volunteers of why we do what we do yeah. and the importance of, of that task. Like I said, when we look throughout the Bible, we see all kinds of stories of Moses and Samuel and Daniel whose parents were intentional yeah. about how they raised their kids, what they spoke to their kids, and raised them in a way that they could hear the voice of God, recognize it, and obey it, and follow it. And we saw God do amazing things. Right. And I don't think God's done with the Moseses and the Daniels <laughs> and the Samuels. Definitely That not. he's Definitely not. raising up some more. So for children's ministry leaders, for parents to realize this is a big deal that oh, yeah. we're a part of. And it's a real privilege and opportunity that God would entrust these who are so precious to him in these formative years where we have massive possibilities for influence and impact that will last um, with these kids for their entire lives. We want to do it as unto the Lord, and we want to do it with excellence. Because doing it with excellence will honor God, and it will inspire kids and parents. So that's the heart. Then we want to provide options. We want to provide some resources for um, those involved in children's ministry. So we've got a monthly blog and articles that are going out. We've got a Kidmen Facebook page where we've got um, opportunities for conversation, where we give resources. We have been holding some Kidmen training days in various okay. parts of the U.S. to train children's ministry leaders. Um, we've done we did one in um, Oklahoma here in Oklahoma City. Yes, we I did one happened. in Goldsboro, North Carolina. Okay. Another one in Richmond, Virginia. And so um, in these training days, we're trying to give a. Uh, foundation for why we do children's ministry, for whose job it is, and then some practical things on curriculum that is available that we can use. Um, give some insight on volunteer training and how to inspire and recruit and keep volunteers. Yes. Um, and then to show what a, um, like a children's church service could look like and so we do a model service for elementary kids that's cool and so all the children's ministry leaders are the kids, the kids in the <laughs> yeah <session. laughs> and we do a kids service and um, with worship and the bible story and the games and just to give them another picture of what it could look like on a sunday or wednesday they can kind of see it from the eyes of the kids and say yeah. hey this is cool this is this is how we could minister them better this is how we could structure our services that right sort of thing. cool um so we want to do that and then within that giving some principles the p and hope is principles principles of effective children's ministry um like 
the importance of partnering with parents, that we can't do it alone. It's not our job to do it. Yes. It's the parents' job, so we're here to come alongside them. Um, some principles like that, some principles of, you know, keeping in mind kids' attention spans yeah. <laughs> and keeping in mind creative elements for engaging kids and um, Jesus was super creative in how he taught his disciples so we can be super creative in how we engage and capture the imaginations and the hearts and the minds of kids. So we do that and then lastly the E is encouragement and like I said we just want to be an encouragement for parents, for volunteers, for children's ministry staff to not give up, to not grow weary in their well-doing, but to be inspired and motivated to grow, improve, make progress, and bear more fruit. Yes, yes, that's excellent. And and uh, through this process, I feel like the bearing of the fruit is just the natural outcome because these are the types of things that will help produce and cultivate that, uh, that continued fruit. And, and then from there, just continued growth. Yeah, that's right. Because so much of what we do as um, church leaders, as parents, who we are as followers of Jesus, you know, they say we teach what we know, but we reproduce who we are. Right, right. And so that's what it is to encourage parents and volunteers to be devoted followers of Jesus, to love being known by God, know God, and then inspire others, especially kids and parents, along the way. And I believe we will see good fruit come from it. Absolutely. I agree. Now, we are unfortunately almost out of time. So a couple of final quick thoughts you have for our listeners. Any final words or um, you know, uh, things that you just want to speak into their lives before we have to, before we have to, to end this session? Hopefully we'll get a chance to do another one in the future sometime. Um, yeah. I think it would be to, um, in Kidman and Discipleship Ministries, we want to focus on continuing to resource the local church, giving special emphasis to doing ministry to kids in a partnership with parents. George Barna has done, obviously, tons of research, but he's done a lot of research in the area of um, spiritual transformation in the lives of kids and what has been effective there. And he has found that the children who become mature Christians usually did so as a result of a strong partnership between parents and the church. The church encouraged and equipped parents to do their job while the parents within and with the help of the local church body found that they were more successful in raising kids who became mature, lifelong followers of Jesus. And his research found that neither the church nor the parents could have done it alone. Alone. Not nearly as effectively. And so that's my heart, is that we come together in a partnership, um, the church with the parents, and we do kids' ministry intentionally and excellently excellently (laughs) in a way that honors God. It inspires parents and kids, and we see kids growing up to be who God has called them to be, and all that's in his heart for them comes to pass. Amen. Amen. 
Well, Dr. Moore, I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and talk with us and share your heart. And we're really excited. I know everybody's really excited with uh, Kid Ministry or Kid Men and the direction it's going, the resources, uh, these, these, um, and tell me again, the, 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 um, different meetings or, or conferences. Do you consider them conferences when they meet? Um, They're Kidman training days. Training days. Yeah. Training days. That's the official title. I was trying yes. to remember what the title is. Right. <laughs> but these Kidman training days, if, if uh, any of you out there are um, kids ministries leaders or uh, involved in the kids ministry, excellent resources to check out, um, especially yes. if it comes in your area, somewhere in your area, definitely a wonderful uh, event to go to. And, I've heard and lots of good if we're not in their area, we have the training day in Goldsboro, we recorded all of the sessions. Yes. And yes. so they are available on the website, the okay. Discipleship Ministries website. Which and is IPHC.org slash discipleship, I believe. Okay. So, yes. So they can take advantage of those sessions. We've got resources on there. We've got curriculum, um, suggestions, and downloadable things. So, and take advantage of all of that and whatever's not there that people have questions about feel free to facebook us message us email us and we'll be happy to help them as much as we can awesome well thank you so much and hopefully uh as as dr moore mentioned if you have any questions uh or concerns or or suggestions or anything like that uh feel free to contact them facebook.com uh just look up kid men as the title of the page and then also, of course, IPHC.org slash discipleship for more information about kid men and the ministries and, and resources there. Dr. Moore, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of the IPHC Leadership Cast. For more information on the Leadership Cast and other church-related resources, please visit www.iphc.org. 